We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Tuesday, the 14th day of June, the year of our Lord, 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you today? It's good to see you. How was your weekend? Good weekend. Uh, healthy and alive. I feel like I'm about to get high from all the chemicals that these uh, contractors are using. <laughs> they're, they're, I have in, uh, siding still uh, being installed, and uh, they're uh, doing some insulation and whatnot. And it just, yeah, had to shut the air conditioner off for a bit because it's just, yeah, lots of chemicals. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's good for the earth. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's good for it's good for the earth, isn't it? Yeah. It's good. It's good yeah. for the uh, the green world. Since we talked about the green world yesterday, uh, well, actually, it was on yep. Friday, but uh, we, we we recorded that Friday night. But uh, the listeners just got it yesterday. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm sorry you're dealing with that. Uh, that that cannot be easy, I'm sure. But they'll be gone in a day or two. Uh, hope so. Then we have guttering. But yeah. All oh, the uh, the wonders of home improvement. Yeah, I know how much I know how much stress that's probably going to be bringing you. But anyway, not a lot going on today, so we're just going to kind of cover the waterfront of everything that's going on and the events of the day and things like that. Uh, so I, I mean, I really don't have a whole bunch, so we might be getting out of here a few minutes early. But uh, let's start with some uh, with some COVID things. Now I know that COVID's kind of taking the back burner and everything. As a matter of fact, I got an email this morning from the U.S. State Department. They finally got around to rescinding the order to drop COVID tests for U.S. citizens that want to travel back into the United States. Isn't that great? It only took them, uh, what year are we on now? Uh, three years to do that. Uh, something that was wholeheartedly unnecessary to begin with. Oh, by the way, it doesn't actually show you whether or not you have COVID. It never did. Um, and then, of course, it's been, it's been hell if you're on the European side of things, they still have a lot of these things that are uh, that are in place. And then, of course, now you're starting to see warnings go out for monkeypox, travel warnings for monkeypox. I mean, you've got, uh, I think, three, four nations now that are saying don't travel because of monkeypox. Okay, whatever. It's like it's the COVID agenda all over again. They're jumpstarting all of that over again with monkeypox. And of course, they want to change the name of monkeypox now, the absurdities of all of this. They want to change the name of monkeypox. Scientists actually want to do this. I, I'm sure it's the same scientists that have been picked over the last two to three years to carry the water for the COVID agenda. They want to change the name of monkeypox to make it non-discriminatory and non-stigmatizing. I didn't realize it was discriminatory hmm. and stigmatizing to begin with. Yeah, I, I didn't realize monkeys really cared that much. About I didn't think they cared either. I didn't think that it mattered to them. Several researchers reportedly in an uh, in advanced discussion with the World Health Organization have proposed changing the name of monkeypox, the monkeypox virus, in order to be non-discriminatory and non-stigmatizing. 29 co-authors from 11 countries outlined their proposals in a preprint posted on virological.org on June 10th, titled the urgent need for a non-discriminatory and non-stigmatizing nomenclature for monkeypox virus. Among several of the authors, 
were several officials, uh, among the authors were several officials from the governmental health organizations in Africa and Western researchers from institutions, including the University of Oxford and the University of Washington. The demand comes amidst a growing number of monkeypox cases that is now up to 1,500 in more than 47 countries. So what are you going to call it instead? Uh, COVID-2022? Uh, well, uh, I'm not I'm not sure. They say that in the this is a quote, they say that in the context of the current global outbreak, uh, continued reference to and nomenclature of this virus being African. Oh, that's what it is right there, because it's, it's African uh, is not only inaccurate, but it's also discriminatory and stigmatizing. We therefore believe that a nomenclature that a nomenclature that is neutral, non-discriminatory and non-stigmatizing will be more appropriate for the global health community. Mm. So uh, the, the, the problem I have with this is the same problem we had with the Wuhan virus. Um, um, we typically well, they wanna... name it after the location it came from or where it right. came from. And Which in is this what we've case, done. Yeah. In this case, it came from primates. Uh, so, I mean, monkey virus, you know, or monkey pox, it kind of has a flow to it, right? So, yeah. Have they proposed any other options? Preferably some Latin or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly. Uh, if I read this correctly, they say that uh, the paper continues before proposing HMPXV. Because that just rolls right off the tongue. It does. That, that you know, everybody knows exactly what that is. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So if you have HMPXV, that can't be discriminatory or stigmatizing in, in any way, shape, or form. I wonder if that has any association to where the virus was manufactured. It could possibly be. I, I don't know. Are you pulling something to uh, to see whether or not that's actually the case? Because you have had the likes of uh, Dr. Robert Malone, who have written Substack articles talking about uh, this being finagled with in a lab, shall we say? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm seeing if there's uh, any reporting. I imagine there's probably not going to be any reporting on that other than that Substack, uh, just because that, that's, a, that's a minefield. Mm-hmm. You can't have that information getting out there. It, no. it, it, it hinders the, the Great Reset and, yeah. you know, the, the global agenda. Yeah. And it was just like uh, it was just like the Corona narrative. You got to you got to stick with it. You can't have any disruptions. You can't have any distractions. Yep. And if you're an opposing voice to that group think view, then you're shut down. You're, you're out of the way. You're canceled uh, and, and everything else. So anyway, uh, yeah, moving right along. That, that's enough of that. New study. Uh, again, I wanted to talk about COVID to start with. New study concludes that this might shock you a little bit, concludes that lockdowns caused at least 170,000 or more excess deaths in the U.S. I can't tell you how shocked I am of that. Research finds a 26% spike in non-COVID excess deaths among working age Americans in 2020 and 2021. I think that number is going to be much higher in the coming years, uh, just because you had... um with the lockdowns and everything, you had people that weren't uh, being properly screened for healthcare stuff like cancer and so forth. And they may have ended up with cancer. Uh, there's a number of people that have had adverse effects to uh, the vaccination, which is not obviously directly related to COVID, but it is uh, related to COVID. An uptick in uh, soft tissue cancers, um, presumably caused by the vaccines, because that's one of the side effects of that technology. And then all the other, you know, heart related and um, blood related side effects of those uh, that we're seeing regularly. In fact, I mean, we have new acronyms for it. Uh, SADS. Uh, we, we have. No, 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 no. You're, you're getting too far ahead of yourself. Didn't you see the headline today? 
out of Vice. D didn't you see that? I I'm surprised you didn't catch this. Bruce, as you keep up on the news as much as you do, I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't see this. A headline out of Vice just a little while ago. This terrifying phenomenon is becoming increasingly common because of climate change. I can't even, like, how can you take this seriously? Scientists studying temperature at which humans spontaneously die with increasing urgency. You see, it's climate okay, that, change. It's, um, that's what's causing SADS. Uh, it's, it's climate change. Uh, uh, there, there's, there is an argument to be made there. How long has the air conditioning been around? How long have we been living in environments that are heavily controlled? Okay. Versus, okay. you know, I, I see mean, before that, people uh, regularly lived in the hot temperatures during the summers. And we're able to survive. And now we're we're conditioning ourselves to be in these, you know, acclimated climates all the time. So when we do have the hot temperatures, it is uh, it potentially could be more deadly because your body's not acclimated to that. At the same time, that's a bunch of BS because um, these are the same people that are telling you you should cut down on your power usage. You should cut down on basically using your air conditioner at all. So if the case, if they're right. If people are dying because of high temperatures or low temperatures, whichever, uh, which that is true, that, that does happen on both directions. If that's the case, then uh, they're telling you uh, or they're trying to kill you by telling you to use less power and to turn off your air conditioner, especially coming into the hot months. Uh, if you're in more of a southern part of the northern hemisphere, you're, you're seeing some warmth. Uh, I believe Texas is uh, having a few uh, record high temperatures. Um, we're seeing pretty high temperatures here and really high humidity levels. Uh, I mean, it's been absolutely crazy how high the humidity has been here, uh, but we've had a lot of rain and whatnot. So yeah, climate change. Yeah, they got to change the narrative. You have to get away from the the, the vaccine. You have to get away from yeah. that being the cause yeah. uh, because one, well, yeah, that, that'll be the end of them. But two, they have to switch to the next narrative. They have to do the climate lockdowns. Uh, they have to transition to that next thing. I still haven't figured out how they're going to build the climate lockdowns. I, I haven't figured that one out. I mean, I know that like the Irish are talking. We talked about that last week. The Irish are talking about doing the um, the lockdowns for fuel shortages, but that's not really a lockdown. That's more like a, that, that's not a government ordered lockdown. That's a self lockdown because you can't afford to go anywhere. So it's not really a lockdown per se, as in like they're putting in orders for you not to move. But I mean, I, I, I don't I don't know how uh, they're going to try and pull this off because I know people that went along with the initial, you know, the, the doings of lockdowns and this and that. And, and now they're like, I'm not doing that again. I, I'm, I'm not doing that again. That was ridiculous. There was no need for that. There, there's no need for us to go down that road again. And so the absurdities that follow with the climate agenda, how are you going to build a lockdown with that? There, there's no way. There's no way they can sell that. Especially with inflation the way it is. People can't exactly. afford to miss work. Exactly. Um, it's just, it's not going to happen this time around. They're not going to be able to do it. I, I still think you're going to have those that are still stuck in that uh, cognitive dissidence, if you will. They're still stuck in the, the hive mind cult. I, I think they'll uh, do it. But we're, when looking at the polls and everything, that's like 17%. Or, or at the most, maybe 20% of the population. I, and that's in a heavily uh, skewed polling. You know, it, it's like six or nine points leaning Democrat. So I, I honestly, you might see some Democrats do that. But as far as uh, the rest of America, uh, life continues. They're, they're going to continue on, continue on. They're going back to work. And at the same time, this is what's confusing. All these um, benefits, it's not really confusing, but... You'll have to you'll have to come to your own conclusion on this one. But all the benefits are gone 
for COVID. Unemployment has um, dried out for the people that were, you know, during COVID, you were let go or whatever. There's shortages everywhere for staffing. Now, here in this state, it is actually really difficult to get any kind of like government assistance. You have to make a certain amount of money before you get government assistance, and then you can't make too much or you won't get it. So there's like a small window of where you can get government assistance. If you're not working, you're below that number. So you're not getting any aid. How are people making it without going back to work? That's an interesting question because I'm asking almost the opposite of that. When I say the opposite of that, I mean this. I was speaking to some old friends of mine back in uh, back in the States, and I said, how on earth? Uh, these are working people that make like 20 plus dollars an hour in lower income areas. No disrespect to people that come from lower income areas. I'm one of them. But I remember not that long ago, you make over $20 an hour in a low income area. You can live pretty well. You can live yeah. really well. You can, and now, yeah. yeah, and now they're saying, I dread going to the supermarket because I don't yeah. know how much food I'm going to be able to buy. They're paying $5 plus for a gallon yeah. of gasoline. So yeah. my my question is, how are people making it that are not working? How are people making it that are working? Yeah, yeah, bo both sides of the coin. Um, kind of the point I was getting at is um, how many people were actually harmed by the vaccines and are now on disability and how many people died? During that time period, truly, especially after the vaccination and were listed as COVID deaths or just natural causes. I'm, I'm really curious um, because the all cause mortality has actually gone up since vaccinations were uh, given for COVID-19 um, by something like 24 percent. But yeah, um, and our generation, just our generation. I mean, uh, Edward Dowd even pointed that out. We played the clip of him here saying it several times. Our generation, just in the last uh, 12 to 18 months, we've seen an all cause mortality from the 25 to 44s of upwards of 70,000. That's 20,000 more casualties than we had in 10 years of the same age range during the Vietnam War. Yeah, let alone any other war that we've been uh, in recent yeah. times anyway yeah. since then. Um, yeah, honestly, you could probably categorize all the wars we've been in since Vietnam, and you're probably still short of that number. Yeah. Because we haven't had, you know, in recent wars, especially, at least in my lifetime, the wars in my lifetime, there's been very few people actually killed. Um, it, was, it was actually safer to be in the field than it was to be in like Washington, D.C., uh, as far as like comparing crime rate to the chances of you getting shot. Well, look at Chicago. Uh, look at New York. Yeah. Look, look at look at the Bronx. I remember I was listening to um, I was listening to another podcaster one day who's actually in New York. And he said he's, he's got I think he's got two daughters, two young daughters. And you know how you know how young kids are. They want to go out in the town. They want to uh, go out and socialize and stuff. And fine. That makes sense. I mean, we're all kids, right? We all did that. And his daughter, his teenage daughter is asking him permission, obviously, hey, you know, dad, I want to go out. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to I want to go out. And he says, OK, what time do you want to go out and do this? And she tells him, you know, early evening into the night. And he says, no, no, absolutely not. And then he says, where are you going to go? You know, which which borough are you going to go to? And she says, well, we just want to go out in the Bronx. He says, you're not going out in the Bronx. The Bronx is Afghanistan. And it is by the numbers. Chicago, we're getting more people, more than. innocent. It, it is worse than. And Chicago, my God, Chicago has more innocent people shot and killed than any other foreign war I think we've been in in my lifetime on a daily basis, going by average numbers. Yeah. 
And these places have policies that uh, basically cash and release. And at this point, they're not yeah. even catching anymore because uh, gas prices are so high. There's actually uh, places where sheriffs are like, yeah, you're only allowed so many um, in-person uh, meetings, if you will, because we just can't afford the gas that goes in the cruiser. It, things are so pricey now. The police can't even afford the the, the police the can't car. even afford to put fuel in the cars. That's a, yeah, that's a state job. They have expense accounts to put fuel in the car. Well, technically, it's sheriff, so it would be more that's of a still, local municipality. Well, they, yeah, that, but they get still. money from the county. Sure, yeah. I understand the counties yeah. are broke, but I mean, since when has that ever stopped the government? Yeah. Well, well, but when you've had gas prices the highest it's ever been in in American that's an history, service that's an essential I mean, service. Yeah, that, like I, that's, I that's an emergency service. You have to have them out there. I agree, but that's honestly that is an argument to why you should have the Second Amendment and why you should be trained to use a firearm. How dare you? How dare you bring that up on this podcast? What's wrong with you? We're joking, of course. I always talk about responsible, legal, law-abiding gun ownership and responsible citizenry. Uh, okay, let's get into uh, let's get into the good stuff, shall we? Because this is now mainstream. It's prime time. Let's talk about the January sixth hearings. You talk about a Soviet show trial, buddy. This is it. What are they hoping to accomplish with any of this? Uh, if anything, I mean, th- they're painting this as like like a war scene and like it's the it's the worst tragedy you've had guys like Senator Schumer and Maxine Waters and Diane Feinstein and Nancy Pelosi and all the usual suspects they're up there talking about how this is like the biggest tragedy that America's seen since uh, 9/11 the Civil War and Pearl Harbor combined why don't we just throw in the Alamo and the War of 1812 why not that Right. As, as crazy as it is, let's just throw that on top. Or hell, Custer's last stand. <laughs> let's go with that, too. So what are they hoping to accomplish with this? You probably saw the opening statements. I thought that was an embarrassment. I'm not going to play it here because I think it's ridiculous. But that was an embarrassment that the Democrat Party picks that to sit up there and placate to a populace that they believe doesn't know any better. The hypocrisy, the entire thing was nothing but hypocrisy and absurdities. So what are they hoping to accomplish? We still have people in jail. I mean, my God, we've got people in jail. What'd you say? We've got one guy in there for 14 months now. No bail. No, Mm -hmm. no bail. 14 months. No bail on a trespassing charge. That's the longest jail sentence I've ever heard of. Spending all the years in criminal investigations, the criminal side of law, 14 months on a trespassing charge. No bail. Even the most hardened criminal. Someone goes out and shoots a couple of people and gets charged with a double homicide. He or she is getting arraigned. They're getting an arraignment hearing and they're getting bail set. Not with this. Not with a trespassing no. charge. No. In fact, in this case, this guy has also been in and out of solitary. A large portion of it that, that time he's been in solitary, um, which that does a lot of damage to your psyche uh, over over long periods. But he basically wrote a letter and said, uh, I've been forced to sign confessions. He's like, I'm forced to guilty plea in this. He's like, there is no other option. Uh, financially, he can't continue doing it. Like, he can't fight it. His family, they're, they're hurting. He's the, he's the main income for the family. So uh, it's just, it's a horrible deal all around. And he said he's looking at four years in prison for a $200 Trespass, for trespassing misdemeanor. charge? Yeah. Yeah. And no, they're, how, they're, they're charging him, though. They're trying to get him with uh, uh, sedition or whatever. Sedition. You can't call any 
of what happened on that day by those people that were out there. You can't call any of that sedition. There's no way you can. Not legally, anyway. No, the video, and this, and this individual... And this individual specifically was actually one of the ones that was let in by law enforcement and he was just walking the halls. He wasn't actually yeah, most he didn't of actually do anything in there. Yeah, yeah. Most of them were were uh, in between the velvet the velvet robes on a guided tour. Most of them, even the Buffalo man, I, I think he even get yeah. what was he looking at, like five years or something? Buffalo man. Yeah, something like that. He didn't he carry around Pelosi's lectern at one point? So I don't I mean, know if that was. Yeah, I don't know if that was him or not. But I saw some people. I saw the photo of the person that was carrying it, you know, just as a as a joke kind of thing. But I want to know why the videos that we've seen, why those videos, why is that not being shown? And I'm talking about before the doors were breached, before the Capitol was breached, as they love to mm, throw in mm -hmm, everybody's face. Mm -hmm. I want to know why the security camera footage that we've seen, we have it. I want to know why. I mean, that's public. I want to know why that footage is not being shown during any of these hearings. Why is that not being shown? Why is it not publicly available? They claim to have 50,000 hours of footage there. Why Why has that not been released to the public? None of it has been released from the public except for little drips and drabs. And those drips and drabs have shown that people were just walking in nonchalantly, taking photos, talking with one another, laughing, talking with law enforcement. I mean... There was there was no it was not a riot. It was not an insurrection. It was not. Uh, no, none of that. It was them walking in. It, it, it should it have happened. No, no, there, there was violence that happened on that day. Yeah, I agree. But it should have been a, a misdemeanor charge. They paid the two hundred dollar fine and life goes on. That's what it should have been. But these guys are political prisoners. Where's Ray Epps? Where's he? And I'm, I'm talking about the guy that was outside the night before who was screaming, tomorrow we need to go into the Capitol, into the Capitol. Everybody around him in that crowd starts chanting, fed, 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 fed. He was on the FBI's pickup list, Ray Epps. He was listed on the FBI's pickup list, and then all of a sudden he just disappeared. As in, he's at his, his home or his compound or whatever it was on his nice golf cart there, but he all of a sudden just disappeared off the FBI's story. pickup list. Funny story, the, the same thing that he was guilty of doing. Um, we've had 31 people arrested doing the same thing that he did. Uh-huh. Yeah, the uh, Patriot Front or whatever it is. Oh, yes. Those guys. The, <laughs> the yeah. Patriot Front. So They um, were arrested on the same charges that Ray Epps should have been uh, uh, charged with. Interesting. You know, I, I look at uh, I look at this group, this uh, this strapping young group of uh, whatever these uh, these these people call themselves. Uh, I, I look at these people and I think, my God, these like that. That is an embarrassment is what that is. That is an outright embarrassment. The Patriot Front. Bruce and I were looking through the mug shots, the booking photos of these individuals. And Bruce, just looking at this. All right. J just looking at this. You're looking at uh, what is there 23 here? 20, 23 of them? Yeah, 23 of them. No, uh, 30, 31. Uh, 31 in total. Is it 31 in total? Yeah, okay, it's, all right. It's yeah, there's, eight there's by four. Yeah, yeah I got one it. missing. Okay, so you got, uh, we got those there. I'd say about two-thirds of them look like they're feds. That's my guess. I'm just guessing. The rest of them, yeah, you've probably got some dupes in there for sure. I don't know who this uh, who this leader is, but he's the one that doesn't wear the, uh, the balaclava all the time or whatever it is, the, or the... Um, it is a balaclava. Is it a balaclava? The, the, the half one? Yeah. The, the half? Yeah. The halfway one? Well, it, did they wear the whole they're one? They're not. All of them. No, they wear the whole one. Whole, well, yeah, they wear a whole one. Wearing yeah, half, yeah. but they're, they're all. Yeah, I see. Yeah. yeah, okay. So um, wh why have these guys not been charged before? Why now? Why, why are they being charged now? 
we saw them at D.C. We've seen them in D.C. several times protesting out in front of the, the various memorials in the National Mall, out in front of the Congress. Why have they not been picked up until now? Uh, the video that uh, surfaced with uh, the pictures uh, that, that we're seeing in, in this article, um, the, the video that that came from, um, one of the law enforcement officers was asked, how did you find these guys? And long story short, he claimed to have three informants in there, at least three. And they were tipped off to this. Now, keep in mind, what, all this what was guys, is a traffic. OK, what, what were they trying to do? I, I'm just curious. What, why was the arrest made in the first um, place? So they were they were uh, conspiring to protest a transgender or a drag queen or, or LGBT, okay. something. One of the okay. one of the protected groups, they were going to go. They protest were conspiring that. to protest. OK, so we talked in. OK, so that's what it was. You were talking to me. You were oh, excuse asking me. me uh, they were conspiring to riot. Not not just protest, riot. riot. Yeah. Okay. Now to be charged with that, and I could be mistaken by what I'm about to say, but this is the only thing that I can think of off the top of my head. If I'm wrong about this, then I will make sure that I make a correction on it. But in America, we have laws on the books from the FBI. This is a federal law that if you cross state lines, which apparently these these lot did, yeah, they crossed state lines to incite a riot. That law was brought in to stop communist agitators, this is in America, to stop communist agitators from traveling across state lines and starting riots in other cities. Once that happens, you have then committed a federal crime and you are to be picked up by the FBI. For, I can for give you the code if you want. Yeah, go on. It's uh, U.S. Code Title 18, Part 1, Chapter 102-2101. And just a summarization of that, please. Whoever travels in interstate or foreign commerce or uses... Any facility of interstate or foreign commerce, including but not limited to the mail, telegraph, telephone, radio, or television with intent to incite a riot, organize, promote, encourage, or participate in or carry on a riot, to commit any act of violence in furtherance of a riot, or to aid or abet any person that has incited or participated in carrying on a riot, or committing any act of violence to further a riot. There you go. That's the U.S. code. That's the U.S. code. So... Our question was, when the summer of love happened, when all the riots kicked off with the uh, the George Floyd thing and the BLM and the Antifa stuff, when all that kicked off, why were these people not picked up then or others like them? Why were Antifa not picked up? Why were BLM not picked up? They were traveling. They were arrested, traveling across state lines, starting riots. The ones in Portland were found to be from Baltimore. The ones in Baltimore were found to be from Detroit. The ones from Detroit were found to be from Chicago and so on and so forth. How is that not a violation of the U.S. code right there that you just mentioned? All of them should have been I mean, picked up. All of them should have been that's picked exactly, up. That's exactly the code. But here's the problem I have with this. Everything I agree with there, except for the second one, because the second one says to organize, promote, or encourage. Encouraging and promoting, you can do that just by word. Uh, if, if you say something that encourages it or promotes it, that's protected under the First Amendment. That That's your freedom of speech. You know, before anybody's like, oh, you know, you know, peacefully and blah, blah, blah. Go go take a, a look at the First Amendment and pay close attention to the uh, punctuation because uh, it says freedom of speech. There's a semicolon before and a semicolon after, meaning that statement stands alone. Uh, that that stands on its own. The, the rest of what's there does not attribute to that, if you will. So when you're you're talking about the peaceful part of it, that's peacefully gather. That, that, that is your peaceful protest part. 
um, the rest of freedom of speech, there's nothing about that that is supposed to be or, or labeled as being peaceful. You're allowed to say whatever you want. So anyway, that, that, that's my soapbox when it comes to that. They hadn't actually committed a crime yet. The law enforcement were just tipped off. And these guys were minority reported. That's basically what it was. That's funny. I was actually, I was walking through downstairs today and uh, I flipped on my TV for, for something. I was, I was going to cast um, a, a video podcast up there. And as I flip it on, you know how you get like the ads of the pre-installed apps. Minority report by default came up as one of the, uh, uh, one of the options to play on demand. That's funny. That, that's really funny. I know that we've got some other things that we're going to be talking about uh, this week. Uh, it's entirely possible that we might not be here tomorrow. Something could come up. So it's entirely possible that we won't be here tomorrow. Uh, and for that, I do apologize. But if that's not the case, then obviously we'll see you tomorrow. But um, you will get a rerun uh, nonetheless. That is all I had today. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about today? Uh, just on the, the cultural front, I know this is this this um, is kind of a big medium here in the United States. Uh, that's uh -huh. country music. Music. Toby Keith has um, cancer uh, and he said he's been battling it for a while. I believe it's stomach cancer, if I remember right. And uh, anyway, he's stepping away from music and is going to aid that. Um, not a huge fan of country music uh, personally, but I am familiar with Toby Keith and um, as far as country music goes, he makes some decent stuff, but anyway, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, best, best wishes, quick recovery for him, you know. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, that's a, that's a real shame. I remember some of his stuff from, uh, I want to say it was like maybe 15, 20 years ago and yeah. good, good music. I mean, I'm not, I'm not much into the, into the country stuff, but, um, good music. If I remember right, N none of the, uh, agenda driven stuff. It was all just, you know, it was pure country music. Uh, if I remember, it was pretty good. Country driven. Yeah. Country. Like, I mean, the, the, the classic things of America, if you will, like yeah. Southern America. So I, I would say there is somewhat of an agenda, but it, it, it's not, it's what's normal in the South. You know what I always I mean, heard about it, country normal music? Stuff. It's normal from where we come from because that's just what people listen to. But yeah. if you play it in like New York or something, you'll probably get shot. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's not a poke at New Yorkers. I'm just kidding. That's it, true. You just get shot for being in New York. Just for being in New York. Yeah. I remember when the country music started to change, as in it started to turn into like this you know, got away from like the, um, uh, the Waylon Jennings and the, yeah, exactly. It got away from like the Waylon Jennings and the Willie Nelson and the, uh, uh, the Johnny Cash uh, wasn't even Johnny yeah. Cash wasn't even really a country singer, but, um, yeah. he was more of a, yeah, folk some, some of it was, but yeah, yeah. but you know, the, the Charlie Daniels, that, that kind of stuff and Hank Williams, uh, and Hank Williams Jr. And all that stuff that was real traditional country music. And it started to shift into like this, this rock and roll hip hop, stuff and it's like what are you doing what what are you doing yeah so i believe they were saying he if i remember right uh it was something like last year sometime last year towards the end of last year is kind of when he started having treatments and he's done surgery and chemo and radiation and blah 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 a whole bunch of um a whole bunch of stuff um so yeah well uh i mean he's 60 now so also a, a pointed this out because he's actually an Oklahoma native. So, you know, it's kind of a, we don't have many things to brag about here in Oklahoma. So not a whole lot going on down there. Very sparsely populated area. But anyway, we're going to have to go. So for those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. That's all just five friends. You know, someone you're trying to wake up, you know, someone you're trying to get to think on their own. We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. Bruce, thank you for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening.